0: Hello and welcome to the Leaders' Council podcast with me, Scott Chaloner. This podcast, just like the Leaders' Council itself, is all about recognising and celebrating the people who keep this great country running. We exist to offer leaders a voice outside of their own organisations and to support them in the same way that they support their staff every single day of the week. If you are in a leadership position yourself and would like to have your voice heard on the national stage, then please do visit leaderscouncil.co.uk forward slash apply. Now, joining me on today's show on what is a warm summer morning here in the capital is Dr. Yog Patel. Um, Dr. Patel is the CEO of Blue Bear Systems Research Limited, an agile SME that delivers technical solutions and consultancy on unmanned air systems. Um, Yoga, good morning and thank you so much for joining us.
1: Good morning, Scott. Delighted to be here talking to
0: you today. It's a pleasure having you with us as well. And it certainly is a lovely day for it. Um, I think we should probably start by addressing the elephant in the room here. And that's the fact that we are recording this podcast on the morning of June 22nd, 2021. And so we are still under some form of COVID related social restrictions. And that has been the case in one way or another for the best part of the last 14 months. So, looking back over this period by and large, to what extent has all of this affected you and affected your businesses?
1: Well, COVID has been. COVID has affected everybody in the aerospace industry. Now, for us as a a small to medium enterprise, an agile SME that delivers at pace and not just delivers theory, but I'm going to say flight trials and data that comes from class it has created quite a challenge. We have needed to carry on doing the hands-on work that we need to do. We've uh, always engaged with our customers, so our customer engagement has had to be taken in a different format. Our internal delivery has needed to then also to be reformatted so that we could continue to deliver at pace. And what does that mean? It means that, uh, as a company, we are agile as a result of our high levels of communication. Those in the past have been very much face-to-face. We have had to take those and put an IT infrastructure in place and take them more virtually, internally and externally. Uh, As a company, we're also very much a modern enterprise that focuses on customer experience. Uh, Modern parlance is CX. Leadership. So for us, it's also been very important that we keep that customer experience and that customer embedded within our tactical delivery, Uh, those Zoom calls, but also we have been able to manage the face to face meetings where possible. So quite a challenge, not least because we've had to continue to deliver at pace. But remarkably, the team, my directors, tactical team on on the ground, have done an incredible job in terms of not just maintaining pace, but our usual good humour and fun within the company.
0: That's certainly encouraging because I think we do need to sort of maintain that kind of spirit, that good morale during times of crisis to keep people focused and keep people motivated. And indeed, the impact of that on mental health and well-being has been very well documented during this time. Um, From a sort of business leadership point of view, how has it been sort of managing the well-being side of things over the last 14 months? Has it been quite a challenge?
1: It has been a challenge for all sorts of different reasons, really, and understandably so. Um, so, I talk about the company being very focused on customer experience. In many ways, as a company, we turned that upside down, and our customers, our staff became our customers also. In COVID, it was important that whatever they were going through, the journeys they were going through, we understood very well, but also we then catered for individual needs. So, there are simple measures that we put in place. We had a thought for the day every day, so my head of HR. Put out an energising statement every day. You could read it or not read it. Head of HR also made sure that she was in contact with everybody, every member of staff on a routine basis, on a one-to-one. We also took care to focus more on those that we knew had not got family near them, either because they were abroad, either family were abroad, or for for other reasons. So we did pay special attention to staff with um, needs that were unusual, let's say. And we just offered more flexibility. As an organisation, we've always offered flexibility to our staff, but even more so now. Um, I couldn't think of a, a greater spend of my staff time than with their children and with their families. So we we focused on the positives and how could we build flexibility into the day and allow staff to to, to do what they need to do. So we will chip it. Mm. we've all come through the other end. Uh, one thing I was, um, really did not want to do was to our staff. Mm. So whereby we did not have um, necessarily customer work that came through at the pace that we would normally have come through in non-COVID times. What we did was set up internal projects and that was also very much focused on keeping the motivation and the mental health of the team high. There's nothing quite like a challenge and a, a fast-paced project that will keep people on their toes, and in many ways, distracted. And it all, it all worked.
0: That's really good. And with regards to Blue Bear's sort of specialism, if you'd like, I understand that you are very involved in research within the aerospace industry. Now, the effects on the commercial aerospace sector have been very well documented throughout this pandemic. But how have restrictions, if at all, hampered or affected research?
1: Uh, it, in many ways, it's accelerated it. Oh, good. And for two reasons. And if I, if I could talk about both civil and defence. In the defence world, I think there's been a greater realisation that um, the use of automation in defence is probably more important now than ever as our forces and numbers of people in, and our forces reduces. Um, we are now looking more and more towards uh, technology and automation to provide that scalable um, effect or, or combat mass or power. Uh, and so that, and the Defence Review shows that. On the civil world, actually, the UK um, government and its funding bodies have done a marvellous job. What they have done is seen COVID as an opportunity to redefine our civil aerospace sector. In particular, there's an, a nascent industry that is now becoming more and more prevalent internationally, and that's the, the urban air mobility or advanced air mobility markets. So the idea of unmanned people transport or unmanned cargo. You know, everybody from Amazon to large um, manufacturers, aircraft manufacturers are now looking to see how we can introduce more automation. So in particular, the government-funded, um, BASE-funded an initiative called Uh, Future Flight, which is looking at next-generation technologies. The government did a fantastic thing in terms of creating an opportunity to then fund the next-generation civil aerospace uh, sector. And now, as a result of that, we have got lots of consortia delivering what, what might be future tech and future business. Fantastic.
0: It's amazing, isn't it? And we've seen an incredible amount of innovation, perhaps an unprecedented amount over the course of the year, the last 14 months. So it is going to be interesting times as we move out of social restrictions in the weeks and months ahead to see how that does ultimately blossom. And with regard to the sort of aerospace industry as we knew it, so looking at sort of the travel and tourism side of things, do you think it's still going to be quite some time before that returns in vogue as it was?
1: I think there will be general nervousness for people to travel. There will also be um, sporadic and unpredictable uh, COVID hotspots that we are going to have to be mindful of. And those two factors alone will mean that it will take a little while to get back to what was normal aerospace travel. It's inevitable. Having said that, <laughs> I do believe, especially in the world of aerospace, that we are entering that new, new uh, next hundred years, whereby we redefine aviation. So, what does this allow us to do? It allows us in um, to modernise our aerospace sector. Now, typically, the aerospace sector, and, and like any other sector, will continue to do what it does because it's an established risk-averse business model. It is quite often difficult to change tracks and switch to something new. You often find the new is done by nations or organisations that have never entered that market before. COVID, we have to look at that. The positive impacts of that could be that we redefine the next 100 years of aviation by more digital technology, by different types of business models. So Whilst there is bad news in terms of established aerospace sector businesses, there is fantastic news around the corner in terms of our ability to move into the next 100 years of aviation.
0: I think that's very right and very important. I think despite it being quite a challenging and tragic time, frankly, for so many people, there are many lessons and many positives to take out of the pandemic situation. And if we think about that L word, lessons and indeed learning, what, what for you, Yoga, some of the key takeaways from the pandemic period, do you think?
1: Oh, always look at adversity as, a, as a, an opportunity in the UK we are great at doing this we are great at turning what might be a crisis into a uh, an opportunity uh, that's number one number two it allows us to re-evaluate what matters most to us you know I think the UK like many nations we're heading towards a very work-centric um, way of being well actually work-home balance is so important for mm. so many people and organisations are now, begin to ponder over what does that really mean to the individual? And what does that really mean to to people, to our staff? That that has to be a very positive platform from which to, again, redefine the way that we move forward. We've brought more substance back into our lives. Being at home means that we've appreciated what are the more social functions in many ways. It sounds like a paradox, doesn't it, that we've seeing less people because of lockdown, but we've become more social. As a, as family units have come together, they've realised that the whole culture of of um, socialising uh, and being together, you know, cooking, eating, enjoying uh, nature, being out in the garden and finding time to, to play games with each other, these are all coming back now as important things in our lives. Let's hope that we do not lose that substance the fabric of what binds us together as we box our way out of COVID.
0: Yes, it's going to be a very interesting period as we do move out of the pandemic, absolutely right, and there are still a few little uncertainties. Of course, we don't know whether July the 19th will quite go ahead as planned yet. Um, We don't know whether social restrictions in future are going to have to come back, um, whether the vaccination programme will hold up during the winter months against new variants coming through. Um, But if we could pretend, you that we have a crystal ball in front of us for a moment and try to predict the next next 12 months. Um, where do you see yourselves at Blue Bear being this time in 2021? And what are your thoughts about the aerospace industry at large over the next year and where it could be going?
1: So let's start with the big picture, which is where, where will the aerospace industry be? Mm-hmm. Certainly from a UK perspective, with the work that we're doing in, in uh, initiatives like Future Flight, we will have a better understanding of what the world markets are like. And what the UK um, opportunities are. We will already have um, developed new business models, we will have uh, developed new consortia, we will have leveraged an awful amount of investment from different sectors, both uh, uh, traditional investors as well as company funding will have gone in. So that's a fantastic position to be in. From Blue Bear's perspective, we have fortuitously grown by something like 30 to 40% during lockdown as a result of us bidding into non-defense work, i.e. commercial civil work. Where where do I hope Blue Bear will be? I hope that Blue Bear will be firmly embedded in that journey of future aviation in a year's time and set to go build ourselves into a company that transitions from being small to medium with support and with, alongside government initiatives.
0: Sounds like it's going to be incredibly exciting times for Blue Bear moving forward from here. And I think as we start to get more of an idea as to what sort of landscape the post-COVID world is looking like and also what shape the the economic recovery rather is going to be, um, I think, uh, Yog, it would be wonderful to actually welcome you back onto the show just to sort of reassess and see um, how things are going in the industry at large at that point. Because it is exciting times, but at this moment in time, we're just in that little bit of a state of limbo and we're just waiting on one or two more certainties, aren't we? Yeah.
1: Well, I'd be delighted to come back and talk some more, Scott. Um, but in the meantime, I would say in the face of adversity, again, the UK is very good at digging and peddling fast. Um, it's We have to box our way out of COVID. We are going to do this by putting our running shoes on and running. Solved and standing still.
0: I think you're absolutely right. I think we do have to stand up in the face of adversity. We do have to box our way out and really hit the ground running in the post-COVID world. Um, and that is food for thought for all of those business executives and leaders tuning into the podcast today. Um, yoga, as I say, it's been a pleasure welcoming you onto the programme with us. A thoroughly eye-opening experience for myself and I'm sure the listeners as well. And also do continue to take care and t- stay safe with everything still going on because we're not quite out of the woods yet but I'm very confident that better days are certainly ahead of us.
1: Scott, so many thanks and thank you to the the listeners.
0: It was a pleasure for me to welcome Dr Yog Patel, CEO of Blue Bear Systems Research Limited onto today's programme. Um, coming up next on the show today, we'll be joined by Leaders' Council Chairman and former Education Secretary, Lord David Blunkett, who's going to be offering his take on the events of the last 14 months, as well as his hopes for the weeks and the months ahead. That will be coming up on the programme next.
2: Lord Blunkett, welcome. I think that with some hiccups and mistakes they've not done a bad job in what has been incredibly difficult circumstances.
3: And you're absolutely right in a in a liberal uh democracy that we live in it's it's very difficult for people to swallow orders given to them from government. Um
2: well the the UK and um and the US and to some extent uh, the Scandinavian countries